Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On with this thing now. Come on. Come I pressed on. it. We're live. Dang it. <laughs> Starting it's only Alex and I can. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for joining us. Am I just full on doing the intro because I'm the one hosting from the right side today? I mean, basically. That's Alex Pulowski. Everything mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Joined as always from his perspective is me, Kate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this That's is right. your NXT post show for June 20th. Uh, please get in your super chats and your humper chats, Alex. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling a lot of weight in this relationship. I, I, all right. <laughs> this is what's going on right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ignore the fact that I've taken weeks off at a time. Um, uh-huh. But for Know Your News, we did a blind review. I mean, that two, two weeks ago, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. This week, another blind review. Mm-hmm. Because you have the nerve. Yes, I know. To have a uh, family come into town, which is delightful. That's true. Mm, I mean, it is. And it's not. So. <laughs> what if they're watching right now, Alex? They could They could be. Honestly, I don't know. In that case, it's delightful. But guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. If they are watching right now, they're probably like, who is this woman? And what is a humper chat? I would like yeah. to know. It's a great way to support us at HumperChats.com. It works just like a Super Chat, only we get to keep more money. But you can also mm-hmm. support us for free by leaving a thumbs up on this video. Yes. You can subscribe to the Fightful YouTube channel. You should. Mm-hmm. But also, I've been on this tear, Alex, where people are like, and, and Sean does this all the time, like, we appreciate your support so much. I'm done appreciating it. Mm-hmm. I expect it. I'm done appreciating. No. I expect you to lay down five big ones. Mm-hmm. And subscribe mm-hmm. to Fightful Select for everything that we do, for all the news that Sean's breaking. So, so the what you're least saying? You could do what you're saying is put some expect <laughs> on my name. Put some expect on my name. 
Uh-huh. Guys, we really do appreciate it. But not me. I expect it. I expect mm-hmm. you to hand over your money right now. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, lots going on at FightfulSelect.com because we've got a lot of wrestling in the very mm-hmm. near future, right. including Forbidden Door, which yours truly will be at this weekend. Mm-hmm. Watching some dream matches. Mm-hmm. Living the life. Yep, Except just, for just... I'm going with Joel Pearl. So other than that, it's great. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna hope yeah. Denise is going, so I'm hoping it's like me. I, there's at least a Denise, at least like huge gap, Joel. Yeah, like yeah. Joel's like at least two or three sections away from you, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I'm hoping mm. other yeah. end, right. other end. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm 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 steering the ship then, I guess, sir. Um, I mean, yeah, I I uh, I I had to go pick up my parents from the airport. Um, I did not choose for them to, to arrive at, um, at 6 20 PM central time, which is 7 20 PM Eastern time. Um, I did not choose that. Mm-hmm. I also did not choose for their bags to be delayed. I, I did not choose, um, to have to circle the O'Hare terminal three or four <laughs> times waiting for them to come out, but it happened. We got back in time. Um, uh, my, my daughter is losing her mind with excitement that everyone is oh visiting. so i didn't i didn't get a chance to watch any of any other thing i know very little but i do know some things some of the things i actually know about because you and Luis were, were sending it back and forth <laughs> to, in the group chat so uh so that so that's if i know anything about that that's, that's your deal but um so i know i don't know very little about this i don't know if we want to do a formal sansa blind type thing or just Tell me these. You can lie to me if you feel like it, and 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 see see what I see what I can believe. See, it's not as the, fun the with this HBK, brand. Yeah, it's not. It's because it's like then it's depressing. What ends up being real sometimes. This was like a perfect example of an episode that most people would find good that you would lose your mind about. So I'm happy for you that you were able to skip it because a lot mm. of the in ring was phenomenal mm-hmm. with a lot of not as great booking. But we did get a very sincere Von Wagner segment. So there's something for everybody here on this NXT review. But starting I'm the sorry, night. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A very sincere what now? A Von Wagner promo. Oh, good. Oh, I almost want to do the full gimmick so that we could do this. <laughs> Tell me when I'm telling lies. Uh, uh, where's the lie? Right. Uh, Actually, do you wanna you wanna whirl us through some of our opening yeah, chats let's as, do we, are, this. Let's as do we are that. greeted? JW Pringle says Alex the Amazing, brother of Alex. I mean, his name is Neil. Um Neil. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if they're watching or not. Um, um but is he sour they, too? No, nah, he's very affable. He's a, <laughs> he's he's a very roll with the punches type dude. I have no idea how we came from the same. Person. Are you older or younger? Let's dig into Alex's family before. And I uh, he uh, I'm uh, I'm 43. He just turned 40. Okay. Um, same uh, same age gap as me and my sister. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, anyway, Alex, um, we, we see you. The streets are calling for Ricky Rainbow. We listen, see you. He's coming. You, if I, I I can't I can't just inhabit Ricky Rainbow constantly. It must I, I, he must be I must be called upon. You understand? So listen. Also, okay. So Kate Sweet to all the sour Papa Paul Elizabeth coolest guy inside the Mississippi Jam Man Sisters Jake all the rest of the SGS NXT good it makes me uneasy. Um, 
Cam Watson says, I just found out that I'm colorblind. The news came out of the purple. Lots of love to the SES community. Uh, Papa pa, Paul Elizabeth says, happy solstice to the best Hi, team, Dad. best moderator, best society, and best citizen of the SGS, J.W. Pringle. Um, and Pro Wrestling Pod says, put, says, put some expect on my name. Thank you, um, Pro Wrestling Pod. That guy rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, overall, uh, Matthew Hooks says, is it just me or is wrestling on fire right now? You tell me. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if, Re- if NXT was on fire. I anticipate that the main event would have been fire, but let me tell you, that's about it on this card that I've seen that I anticipate being anywhere close to being fire. I mean, in Alex's world, yes. In other people's sure. world who could get around the bad booking, mm. they would be like, there's... There's some great stuff. The tag match outkicked its coverage a lot. That was way better mm. than it should have been. It was right. fun and kind of a train wreck. But the opener is something that, like, and and I agree with you on this, but it just doesn't eat at my soul as much. Like, we had Bait and Lee mm-hmm. to start it off with Mustafa Ali, and the whole match was built around Mustafa Ali as ref. And, like, I want to see Tyler Bait and Wesley go at it, right? Yes. And you have to see Tyler and Wesley go at it because this was like one of those classic situations, Alex, where it was like, uh, we're not getting something to the fullest potential is worse than not getting it at all. Like, and I know we're gonna get it in a triple threat, like, I know what the story is here, right? Um, and Mustafa Ali almost did save it because he tweeted, Personally, I feel like I did a great job, but <laughs> he was messing with the match the whole time there was a lot that happened um but this spot where ali starts a 10 count he gets to seven (laughs) there's wesley's on the outside of the ring and he picks him up and starts slapping him awake and tells him to get back in the ring and he goes in the ring and pumps tyler bait up too and lee hits the cardiac kick for three like he was the ending. <laughs> like both competitors were basically knocked unconscious. The, um, like this the clip, is the thing the that clip, made you the so clip sad. that it was the clip that was sent to me was uh, Ollie doing the slowest counts ever for both of them back to back, and I was like, "Oh, please don't make this the whole match." It Sounds was, like they made they made it most of the match with just like Mustafa Ali. What's his what's What's your game here, pal? Is that is that kind of what it was, or 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 did he? What did he did reveal like why he would do such a thing? But book himself really. to be he booked himself to be special guest referee, and then like didn't do a real refereeing job, like not real. We got slow counts and we got fast counts. Like okay. it was the story was him messing with the match, but it didn't really show any leniency into. Uh, uh, so if I if I ask if I ask my if I ask my favorite question, the answer would not be uh, immediately attainable. Which is to what end? No, except I think they wanted to be like, hey, just so you know, he's here to be a heel. I think that was almost like the. He's not here to choose a side of a guy necessarily, but mm-hmm. we want you to know that like as honorable as the feud was set up to mm. be, it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not idiots and could have. Alex, <laughs> handshake 
emoji, most of the SGS equals did not watch NXT tonight. That is true. That's true. Basically. But, like, there were some some good spots and some egregious spots. Like, these two are not mm-hmm. capable of having a bad match. No, of course not. A crescent kick uh, going into a cardiac kick, but bait dodging it and hitting a springboard clothesline for two. That was a really, really, really fun near fall. Uh, what else did we get in here? We got bait and Lee. This was like what kind of killed me was the way we got out of the ring. Like bait and Lee start arguing and shoving each other and they lock up and they're just like all over the ring. And then they go through the ropes to the outside and they lock back up on the outside. Um, saved by bait having a, a monster uppercut. He has some of the best European uppercuts ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just like, it's just, I know what mm-hmm. these two could do. It also mm-hmm. was not helped by commentary saying that they have similar styles. I was like, no, they don't, though. <laughs> I was like, I, I, they can play into each other's worlds, which I think would have been the correct phrasing. But Big Joseph was like talking like they were on the exact same side of things. And I was like, well, no, that's not true. Uh, and, you know, Booker T was doesn't really watch the product probably while it's going on i don't think i don't think booker t watches the matches that are in front of him but alex you know what tyler bait is not the only uk artist that dropped something on my doorstep today oh who's that i'm not gonna show my address but i think i got my vinyl I didn't know Zack Sabre Jr. made an album. Uh, no, but the people that did his theme did. Oh, okay. And it got here already. That's awesome. I'm so excited. So I'm going to give them some free promo because they got that out in a hurry. Mass Lines, Personality Cult. Mm. Really fun record. So Young Punks is the theme, but Paperwork and Charm Offensive are the best songs on it. But... They sent it all the way from the UK. It's a very affordable pricing model for those of you who are worried about the cost of shipping. You can go order it at their band camp. Mass Lines. Creating banger themes and songs for all of you young punks. And they wrote me a nice little note. How about that? That's very nice of them. Thanks so much for picking up a record. Thank you for all the support you've been giving us, too. It means a lot for a small band like us. Oh, and I got a pin. So oh, there you so go. Nice. If you want anything advertised, you got to pay for it, though. You can email me about sponsoring. <laughs> um, I love this. Uh, we should just do an unboxings on the show. Just, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I feel so, like you I, get so many fun t-shirts. I do. But I do. And I should, I should just unbox them on the show. Um, you get, like, little I, monkey's paws and I fun things. I still need to get a, um, a, uh, a P.O. box here in town. Yeah, you got to do I, no, no, I'm not doing the address. Um, but people want to send me stuff and I'm like, yeah, don't go ahead. Just, I'm not giving you my address. So I don't know how we're going to make that work. Um, uh, so I, I need to do that. I do need to do that. Yeah. Um, gold rush puns. Um, oh, the, yeah. the gold rush puns, uh, prospector puns, old West. I don't care. Cause if you give me the gold, gold rush, it's Oregon trail, well, Oregon trail, old West cowboy gold, gold rush. Uh, prospector, anything, uh, anything from 1850 to 1900. Give me some of that good stuff. Well, we know somebody very special who was on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's true. Other uh, Linder was. 
Yeah, that's true. Hold on. I just gotta find I've gotta sift through all of my props and, and things. <laughs> You're basically carrot top. I I ain't too far off. So I met a prospector once. His prospects were nil. So I said, get the road, pal. Oh my goodness. Yep. Even then you were drawing the hard lines. No, listen. Uh, but you, you you camp in the woods near a stream and put a frying pan in there and hope that gold will show up. You're insane. He was cute though. So second date, but that was it. How do you break up with someone on the Oregon Trail? You just say, you hey, you know trail? what? I'm Listen, I'm going to jump to another claim and see what's over there and we'll find out. But until then, I don't know. I hope it ended okay for him. A lot of people lost oh, their lives. No, 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 no. He he was killed in a cave and it was tragic. Oh, no. no I'm so sorry. They never found his body. So I, as far as I know, he's dead. But, you know. Could have been eaten by bats. <laughs> Wrestling review show. Uh, that's right. It is. It's, that's what it is. It's one of those. It's one of them things. Um, so, Meet Norma says, Alex, it is Prisica show blind every week. It's great. You should try it. Hey, sup, <laughs> partner. Sup, um, partner. Headed to the um, G1, partner. Uh, it's Matt, G1 Matt, season, partner. <laughs> Matthew Hook says, I don't watch Raw or NXT. You guys give me all I need. Um, oh, thanks, and, man. Um, um, uh, Chama Vice says, Alex should do a t-shirt unboxing. Definitely. Uh, 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 Vicky L says, hi, Fightful. Kate Novon, what a wonderful world. What a wonderful world. We did get Vaughn, no? We did get Vaughn. Mm. Um, uh, Henry the Henry the Casey says, they called the Oregon <laughs> Trail because that was Bobby Fish's name for his mustache. <laughs> CO says, Bobby Fish caught the typhoid fever on the Oregon Trail. Where's the line? Okay. Bobby Fish jokes and Gold Rush. Yeah, jokes. yeah. Bobby they kind of went in the same. But Bobby, I'm just Bobby Fish is so old. How old is he? How old is he? Bobby Fish was the first gold prospector up in Alaska. Um, Bobby Fish was the first Baptist of First Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> Chris Pereira says. Um, <laughs> Robert Yellowstone. <laughs> That's very good. Hey, uh, there was a Gigi Dolan vignette, apparently, and a uh, Kiana James promo. There were. Would you like me to tell you about them? Yeah, please tell me all about them while I mute myself and chump on some apple slices. I don't think Gigi Dolan needs to be Judy funny. That's what it felt like in this vignette. She was looking at some street art. And she says she's like always been drawn to creativity, which is true. Uh, but she's been rejected by her friends and her family and like her whole life. And it sets her apart from everyone else. But freedom to create what enters her mind is basically what keeps her going. And I call bullshit because if you have a creative bone in your body, you know that it's not a freeing thing at all. <laughs> it is mostly here to torment you. However, uh, it. 
I, I don't think I learned anything from Gigi Dolan in this promo. And it was, it was short. Like it was, it, it, I wasn't like, what a waste of television time. Uh, but then we get one from Kiana that is very scattered. She says her art is a waste of real estate, which I liked. But then she says that she's fueled by results and that she has the ambition that Gigi Dolan can't even spell. And she's going to swim in a pool of mediocrity her whole life. Sorry, I, I, just had to don't... Unmute, I had to unmute myself so I could say. It's okay. There's not a lot to say here, unfortunately. So, so I could do, so I could do a pop up. What? Yeah. Because that doesn't really do much of anything for me at all. So, good thing they had a gold rush. So they could. I this, like to draw, kind of and I'm a reject. Uh, mm-hmm. I like results because I'm a port accountant mm-hmm. in the real estate space, clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you are lame. Yeah. It was. It was not great. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, there you go. Here's your dad. Your dad's doing a great Donner, the great dad joke. Donner party. Table for five. I mean four. <laughs> I have to see my dad for Father's Day. I've gotten three records in a very short amount of time. I'm very happy. Mm, nice. <laughs> I love how how these how these um wind up being um back to back to back, like even making them older and older. Bobby Vicious for other name was Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Bobby Fish was the first animal to walk on land. Like, climbed out of the primordial ooze. That's very old. That's very old. It is. Um, <sighs> he does not look like a young fella. Hence all the jokes. No. No. Um, uh, I see here Duke Hudson hosted a pep rally for Thea Hale. Don't be mad at me. I know. I know you. I know you have a love affair with Duke Hudson. I get it. It's fine. I, I honestly, I think he's quite Jimmy myself. No, it's, um, I'm kind of in on Chase U. They kind of turned me. I don't think it's good that the leader of Chase U had to exit the picture for me to get into it. I feel like that's a bad sign. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm kind of behind the pep rally now. Um, I, th- I don't know if I've just resigned myself to that. We're going to get it all the time. But they did an okay job with this. I was not mad about it. It's time for a chase you, pep rally. Do Hudson's in the ring. Photos of Thea Hale. He says it's his honor and his six foot five privilege to invite us to this pep rally, which I thought was an adorable little line. Um, And then it gets kind of generic from Thea. Like it's the awesomest day of her life. And she does say, which I appreciated, um, that they, she, she says that, she chose to do this instead of go to college and that all of her um, peers have accomplished all of these things like while in college or after college, she's like, this is what I chose to do instead of go. Like I had options, but I wanted to be here. Kind of made you buy in a little bit emotionally that like, she really wants this. Like this is, this is pretty good. And then it goes a little sideways. (laughs) So Charlie Dempsey's in the ring with Drew Gulak and they, kind of uncomfortably point out the fact that she's only 19 and also act like we haven't known that since the inauguration of her character but that was her character like she was choosing yeah this was like this was not good uh but duke hudson calls them <laughs> Stoller and waldorf 
And she has no idea what the hell that is. Who wait, we, wait, who who calls? Duke Hudson call, call Duke Hudson calls them? Uh, uh Charlie Dempsey and uh Drew Gulak. Statler and Waldorf, yeah. All right. And she's too young to know what it means. The idea right. is that it's a dated reference. And it oh, pops good. their crowd that is 87 years old. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. But then Tiffany Stratton comes out, and she's real good. Um, she points out that the Hale was nobody's pick to win the Battle Royal, including hers, which I think was good because that was true. Mm-hmm. And she got, like, really lucky. So congrats. But the idea of Thea with the Tiffy title is cringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Duke Hudson says, it might sound cringe and it might even be not fetch, but Thea is taking the title next week at the age of 19. Uh, the gals fight. Thea Hale puts her in a pretty good Kimura. Tiffany taps, which makes no sense because it's not a match, but she runs away and poses with the title against the ring. Kind of paint by numbers. But, like, they're not very good at painting by numbers. So when they do so well, I'm okay with this. (laughs) And I will say, like, Tiffany Stratton has, she's gotten so good in the ring that I, like, I don't want to forget, like, how terrible this character was and how much better it's gotten. And and she's got really comfortable in it. Like, uh, the promo she delivered tonight was that really refreshing blend of a heel that's smart enough to say things that are true, but to use it in a way that is, advantageous to her and and makes her opponent not look as good um so i i i appreciate that too like i think it's very easy to get lost in the fact that she's grown such leaps and bounds between the ropes but that character was terrible to start and she's really found her way with it she feels like a champion like that it, it's good and for an initial program for gold rush which is not a play um this is this is like this is perfectly fine like this is perfectly yeah. suitable um the only yeah complaint that I had about it was that it felt like they kept pointing out her age, which we've all already known, because the whole basis of her character was, I'm choosing go to, to go to college. The college I chose is Chase U. So uh, Drew Gulak and, and Dempsey, I mean, I guess they technically weren't here at the time, but like, we know. We know she's young. That's her whole thing. Well, here's the deal. I'm, af- I'm afraid you're not allowed to be that surprised at Thea Hale's age because she is going to a fake university. And the age of people who go to university is typically between the ages of, let's say, 18 and 22 or 23. So she fits smack dab within that age range. If you were like, if you were like, um, if she was, I don't know, working as a surgeon in a hospital and you found out she was 19, then you could be surprised. But if we establish, even we, then, like we know who Doogie Hauser is, we shouldn't be that shocked. It can that's happen. true. But still, you could still be have a margin of surprise. If you're, if you're, if we accept this ridiculous premise that Chase U is a university that somehow exists on some other plane of existence, then the people who go to school there should be around the age of Thea Hale. I don't understand why Charlie Dempsey, like. How old did he expect her to be? I don't know. I don't know. It felt very hard like they were trying to be like, because she would be the youngest one in history. or Like, it's just. It is funny that, like, uh, she would be the youngest uh, 
champion in history. Um, and then like three months ago or whatever it was, Roxanne, it was, Roxanne. was the youngest. Yeah. So, So okay, I'm glad that happened. Um, okay, here's here. Uh, wait, um, maybe with that Henry TKC, my favorite thing about JSU is blah 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 blah. Um, yes, that we we that's good. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just again. I I don't even know what happened on the show. I know basically what the what the matches were, so I don't know what the segments were. So all I know about the segments is the is the headlines that were given by Luis on this document I am looking at. And what I see here is Joe Gacy, colon, am I the reason the schism is failing? James Drake, colon, yes. Yes, you are, dipshit. So I don't know anything about this at all. And I, I must know what this is. That's kind of a, that's kind of it. That's kind of the segment. We get, um, mm-hmm. this is, this is the most, like a human being that Joe Gacy's ever felt. So I appreciate that about it. Uh, but Joe Gacy is basically like, like, am I the thing that's derailing us as the leader of this group? And GYB says, yeah, yeah, you are. And in my head, I was thinking, no, nah, they think it's the people who won't release them, but that's okay. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's true. But it was like, it wasn't bad. It was dramatic, but it's a cult. So it kind of should be. And it's NXT. So of course it is. Uh, and I also liked that a leader of something would be like, hey, I'm the one losing. That seems wrong. And that the other people would be like, yeah, yeah, you are the issue. But then Ava Rain, in a very elementary school play type way, says, four roots, one tree, as if you are counting, uh, and that they're not going to fall from one chop. And then GYV walks away saying, like, four roots, one tree. Um, It's a logical execution of the story aspect of it, which is good. But the fact you didn't see it, I think, is for the best. I think so, too. I think so, too. It would not have not made me happy. I think it's good for your mental health. Yeah, good. Um, JW Pringle um, has a little something in common um, with our friends at Chase U. I also go to a fake university. I'm Dr. J.W. Pringle, PhD of Thugonomics. Oh, I knew someone with a doctorate in the same mm-hmm. field of study. Yeah. I could never see him, mm-hmm. but I knew of him. Right. A fellow by the name of John Cena, Alex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt guy says, the world of fishing was coined in 40,000 BC after a hunter-gatherer tribe saw Bobby Fish's impact return promo. Where's the lie? I cannot detect a lie in that. Mm-mm. That is factual. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just see here diamond mine segment. So I have that incredible d- description of whatever the hell that was that you just talked about. I just see your diamond mine segment. What is this? Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing 
to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dive my segment. It's just a reminder that they need to be on the main roster and that they're absolutely wasting their freaking time here. And it's mm. so bad. Ivy mm. and Julius are watching a video of Schism and get interrupted by Brutus. And Julius says he hears they're a serious threat and a legit cancer to NXT. Mm. And that if they don't want to be here, he'll send a packing. And then they start insulting each other about Julius's ears and the Denton Ivy's forehead. And what, like, this isn't like, they've been trying to lead into this, like, brothers and little sister thing. And it was just like, it's so out of place. Like, Julius Creed is a top 10 wrestler from an athletic standpoint in the ring, probably in the whole world. Like, I don't know. Maybe not having him insulting Ivy Dial's forehead would be neat. Just call him up to the main roster. Wow. Sounds bad. Yeah. It was really bad. It's yep. it's only helped by the fact that all of these were really short promos tonight. Like that was yeah. That was like yeah. 30 seconds or whatever. But it's just, what the hell are you? How have you not figured out Diamond Mine yet? I know. Well, they said they're not, they're not Diamond Mine anymore. They really aren't. Like, they're, they are the recruits from Diamond Mine. The people who were leading the, the group, they're second, gone. The second in command recruits, too. They are mm-hmm. the yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Champion says, uh, posts a good question. If a tree only has four roots, doesn't that make it an unhealthy and dying tree? Probably, right? I don't know a lot yeah. about this world, but it seems like you need more than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it depends right. on the tree. I don't know. Apparently, um, Julius is wearing glasses now. Was he four eyes Julius today? He might have been. I don't know. There they go. Four eyes, one Julius. <laughs> Four eyes, one creed. Yep, four eyes, one creed. There you go. Four <laughs> eyes, one creed. Four eyes, one creed. Four, four eyes. eyes, one creed. Four eyes, one creed. And then, and then GYB's there with their one eye, like, oh, come on, man. <clears throat> so, um, JC wants to kick Lyra's fucking head in. As captured by NXT Anonymous. Oh. Really? NXT Anonymous catches Jay-Z. Isn't, isn't, isn't that... I guess it's not, right? So it's like, we don't know who that is. I, I thought maybe it was going to be revealed that that was 
Blair Davenport. But no, they just Anonymous just watched Blair Davenport do something. Yeah, I'm guessing NXT Anonymous is whoever their parking lot security is because they don't do anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, so JC's walking in and gets confronted by Lyra about her comments last week. JC says it was just locker room chatter. We'll find out if she has any mm. ties to other people that have said such things. Mm. Uh, and Lyra doesn't play games, no. she says before walking off. And JC says, I should have kicked her in the face and walks off in the other direction. Ah. That I appreciate. She should have kicked mm -hmm. her in the face. That's right. Absolutely. Put up or shut up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Luis has a question. So she says she has that she got bloody like Mox that one time, and now she's using Danielson's phrase. Is Jane a fan of the BCC? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If she starts uh, pulling William Regal out from backstage, we'll know for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so we got the NXT Tag Team Champion number seven one contenders three way, NFA and uh, Blade uh, apparently defeated Hank and Tank and Stank and Wank. So. Um, they did. Yeah. Uh, Jensen tripped Blade. We get a gun threat, a gut wrench suplex from him on to Tank and Briggs for a heart attack on Tank. Uh, covers NFA, who dives on the top rope to break it all up, and then Blade comes off the top to splash Tank for the three. It was a better match than I expected. Like, Hank and Tank should not be. A, working this well together this early like they actually are pretty good um and it was a good balance of like briggs and jensen do what they do uh sorry double vest in the beach that felt weird to say no, um, hank and tank are are good in their role like these kind of wrecking ball big dudes and malik and nfa are are good enough i think them winning here makes sense um the story of like we have to fight each other to prove we like each other was a weird one to get to this point. But this match was like a little bit of a, a train wreck in a good way. Like it was it was organized chaos and it was really fast paced. Like I think when you have Briggs and Jensen in there and Hank and Tank, the concern is like, is the pace going to come to a screeching halt? And that did not happen. So I, I think it was good. Uh, yeah, I think Hank and Tank have something. I don't know if it's ever going to be like anything... Like their ceiling might be Otis if they keep them on this track, but like, but like they work. Heavy machinery was working just fine. Yeah, and and they had this weird bug up their butt about making Otis into a, like a, a pseudo main eventer. They put the fucking Money in the Bank briefcase on him, um, and they fired his partner. Like heavy machinery was over as a mid card fun babyface bruiser brawler tag team that if you wanted to push them, could get a title shot, but would never become champions. Like, there's a place for that 100%. in wrestling. And they and they don't like having tag teams in WWE, so they broke them up. But Hank and Tank is a is a perfectly viable version of that. Yeah. Which means, which means they're going to break them up. What was Otis's tag partner's name? Tucker? Tucker. He was really good. He was very good. Like I really he was, loved him. he was very good. He was, he could talk. Like they let him cut a really great impassioned promo backstage one time. I was like, 
Wait, where has this been hiding? You never let this guy talk. He's good. Um, and and I, I thought it was uh, he, he had a great motor for a dude his size. Yes, big like he, time. And I was like, this guy's got something. And they fired him, and like he hasn't really popped up anywhere. I thought when they when they when they let him go, like I was like, that dude's gonna be a champion in impact in like three years. And it's been yeah. like three years, and I don't see him anywhere, unfortunately. He's really good. He's one of those guys that that I I I totally get it. If you're like, you know what? I really, I really never leave into the whole wrestler thing. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I totally get it. But I also feel like there was so much left on the table with that dude. And I, and I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was really good. Like he was kind of the, because Otis has such like a fun and big personality and is also very good. Like he got kind of overshadowed in that, but like he was the workhorse and he had a much more down to earth, piece about him that I felt like was a nice offset to all of that. Um, uh, yeah. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, Alex said what I've been saying for years about um, Heavy Machine Potential. I, I, I did not understand why they did what they did with him. I thought that they that they were really good together, potentially, specifically in, in NXT, but could have been something on the main roster too. Like anytime you like had uh, like a, a four corners tag title match those guys needed to be in one of the corners because they would get the crowd up and amped they would do some like big dude stuff they'd never win but they they'd have that those kind of moments you need those guys on your roster you need a tag team like that on your roster the problem is the tag team like that on your roster right now is the viking raiders who should be several notches above that you know that's that's the problem you're right in that they were really good at helping get the crowd up. Because sometimes, Alex, you need a little help getting up. You do. Yeah, you do. Sometimes you need a little assistance. Sometimes your machinery is not so heavy. You know? It's true. Occasionally that happens to other people. Sometimes your Otis isn't Otising. Bluetooth.com is here to help you. DC? These championship belts over here, or those trophies up there, you could get one for what? I don't know. Maybe the hardest erection you've ever had in your entire life, thanks to Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever aspire to do that? Well, whether you have or you haven't, that's what could happen if you use Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Work with their online physicians, get approved. Blue Chew arrives straight to your door, safely, discreetly, pay $5 shipping when you use that code Fightful. It's got the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's a chewable, so it gets in your system faster. Causes that mood to strike when something isn't quite striking. Or maybe you just want the confidence that you, you know, are going to put on a trophy championship level performance. BlueChew.com code Fightful. You know what's up. Your Otis <laughs> isn't Otising. Well, I couldn't really say your Tucker's not tucking. That felt wrong. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes actually your Tucker is tucking, and that's why you need the blue chew. That's a fair um, point. Um, <laughs> I just saw that you said that in the private chat. Mm-hmm, Look, they're not all going to be winners. I should have stopped it at sometimes your machinery is mm-hmm. not so heavy, but I kept going. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. we 
All right, if you need to co- keep going, bluetooth.com code Fightful. But since mm-hmm. it's the ad break and Alex has taken a nosh, mm-hmm. I'll also remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select right now because there's a lot of information coming out. You know who's not going to be at AEW Dynamite? You know who might be at AEW Dynamite? I do, I do, I do. You know why? Because I'm subscribed to FightfulSelect.com. I found out ahead of all of you, but not only are you going to get all of the greatest scoops in the game, you're also going to get a bunch of bonus content. You're going to get continual podcasts like Ask Rhapsody and the list goes on, which would be Van and Sean. You're going to get Sean's Q&A, in which case you can ask a question and you know what he does? Answers it. And if he doesn't have the answer, you know what he does? He goes and finds out for you. Hmm. And most importantly... Mm-hmm. If you like watching me tell Alex things about shows he hasn't watched, <laughs> occasionally, mm-hmm. because Alex is a man of principle and I have no morals or ethics, mm-hmm. I will watch the Saudi Arabia shows and Alex will not. And I will tell him what happens on those shows, but I will also sneak in three little lies. Mm-hmm. And he sure. has to guess what they are. But we also do, I was going to say normal review shows, but we don't do that. We do. Mm-hmm. We have never done a normal review show. Literally never. Uh, we do one without stipulations. I'll put it that way. That's it's true. just a clean booked review show with me and Alex. Uh, for pretty much any pay-per-view that n- we're not covering for the main channel, we will mm-hmm. do on FightfulSelect.com as well, regardless of brand, except for like, you know, NWA mm-hmm. and all those nerds. Right. Um, all I see here on my screen is Lotharios and Gallus. <laughs> Tell me what happened between the Lotharios and Gallus, please. This was just another. We had a lot of promos today. They were all, all short, which was nice. But uh, Gallus is watching from the back and preparing to head up. Um, and Garza and Carrillo stop them and say they're lucky that they weren't in the last match because they'd have won. And Gallus basically just blows them off and leaves. Pretty much it. Oh. So they're setting up where that's going. Los Lotharios okay. also makes fun of is Joe the little one? The littler one? Yes. The littler one. He had his hair like all pulled forward and weird for no reason today. Like way forward. Like makes my bangs look mm-hmm. tame. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just funny because he was talking all of his ass with the, his emo hair in front of his face. Mm-hmm. And most Lotharios are so suave and cool that they couldn't stand it. But the only thing about Gallus that we know is that they go to the bar all the time. Like, they were headed to the pub. And that's the only place they go. I'm kind of concerned about the tag team champions and their drinking habits. It seems unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And we know how they feel about mental health because look what they did to Roxanne. That's so, true. Uh, I just would say get a hobby outside of the bar, fellas, mm-hmm. for your own well-being. Right. Um, and you know, other than that, mm-hmm. I'm looking. I would love Los Lotharios versus Gallus. I think that as a match will be great. But this was just like mm. a little, a little tease to that. Nothing, no real meat on the bone. All right. But buddy, do we get some something that you would be like, Kate? Of course, that's a lie. If we were playing it, you'd be like, Kate, give it a try, uh-huh. idiot. Hmm. Hey, give an honest effort, you would say, if yep. I told you yep. that Eddie Thorpe is at his turntable 
which he just has backstage when Damon Kemp walks in and says he's decided that their match next week is, you would not guess if I gave you 900 tries. Mm -hmm. It's a Raw underground match. Wouldn't that be an NXT underground match? Since that was my NXT? first question. Okay, good. But it's Raw underground rules, I guess. And okay. then we find out later that Gable Stevenson is coming back to train him. But here's the deal, because I saw the picture and I saw the caption. Gable Stevenson is coming back to train Eddie Thorpe. Yep. And not his brother. Right. Did so they did they acknowledge that, that that Damon Kemp and Gable Stevenson are brothers on this show? I don't even really think so. Because I think they think we're stupid. And I think because Damon Kemp and Gable Stevenson don't have similar sounding names, even though they changed whatever his name, Stevenson, to Damon Kemp, I think the swerve is going to be he trains Eddie Thorpe, but during the match, he swerves and he's now he's with his brother, his real life brother. Right? Like if they if they don't meant because it's it's weird, right? Because we know that they're they're I forget what the other Stevenson's real name is, but we know that they're actually brothers. We know that because we follow this stuff. But most people watching the show don't know that. Okay, so why would Gable Stevenson come to train a dude who's fighting his own brother if they're not going to acknowledge that they're brothers at the time they do this segment? It's because they're saving that information to be put on TV when Gable Stevenson takes out Eddie Thorpe, leading to his brother getting the victory. And now we got the Stevensons, who are a tag team, to face the Creeds far too many times on NXT. Didn't they just put out a thing about how Gable Stevenson's not going to be around? I thought he was, like, exercising his option to whatever, whatever, and wasn't going to be uh, around. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I thought they were just going to do this to set up a one-on-one feud between the brothers. Oh, no. We're going to get them versus the Creeds. Yeah, so I said. Yeah. I said they were going to be the Creed brothers versus the Stevenson brothers. I don't want to see that. Just send the Creeds up. Yeah, they're, they're, they've done enough time. Annoying. Not enough time. Then Roxanne attacked Blair Davenport backstage and got pulled away from officials. And Blair said, game on. Because when you're a face, you can attack people. Wait, what happened? Tell us, tell me this. What happened? Roxanne attacked Blair Davenport backstage and got pulled away by officials. And Blair Davenport goes, game on. Did they announce a match for them or is that just happening whenever? Uh, did they announce a match for them? I don't know. Please help me. I feel like she said game on. And that's as close as we get to an official match. Right, week. right. So um, I, br- I brought this up to you uh, last night, and uh, I needed to talk about it on the actual show. The word it makes yes. Sense. So I am I am both a ma- masochist and an <laughs> egomaniac. So I have been going back and listening to old episodes of our show, just like in my ear uh, while I'm doing stuff around the house or driving, um, and. Um, I, uh, I, I, the NXT stuff is really interesting to me because it is weird how long things are, are going. Like stuff that, like you, I does not, be, I do not believe that some of these things have been going on for seven, eight months, 
That's why it feels like it's so tedious and like, oh my God, this again, because it's literally this again for like eight months. Anyway, the first woman. That's the weird part of the shows. Right. Not, not no. us. No. The first victim of Blair, what we found out later to have been Blair Davenport, was Nikita Lyons in the parking lot. Correct. And the following week, they do this little thing of like, hey, here's all the people who were in the vicinity who might have been witnesses to this. And then later in that episode, one of the women who was in the parking lot when this happened was Tatum Paxley. And then they make a big deal out of she's one of the number one suspects of who could have taken out Nikita Lyons. They do a whole thing where Ivy Nile says, don't worry, I believe you when you say you didn't do it. And the creeds are like, man, I don't know. Um, and Tatum Paxley's like, thanks, Nivy. But like weeks after that, she turns heel on Ivy Nile out of the friggin' blue. Makes no sense. And then she turns evil. But now, after Tatum Paxley is now running with Blair Davenport, or at least sacrifices herself out of a battle royal to attack the woman that Blair Davenport is feuding with, and Blair Davenport says, I even have women, who I don't even know who they are, coming to help me because everyone's so scared of me. They actually inadvertently did the groundwork months ago for Tatum Paxley to have been the other killer, like in Scream. Like, she took out Nikita Lyons, but Blair Davenport took out Sol Ruka later. Like, they were working together from the very beginning, which actually gives Tatum Paxley a reason to take out, to, to turn on Ivy Nile, which they didn't have at the time. This is, they, they fell backwards into long-term storytelling and won't even do it. <laughs> Not even on accident. Not even on accident will they take advantage of it. Yeah, they did not say they were brothers, apparently. That's ridiculous. No, there was something about, like, he knows him pretty well or something, but there was not, like, a, mm-hmm. a, a brothers thing. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. I'm just bad. Um, Chamber says, can we just call Gallus SPA, Scottish Protection Agency? Yes, we can. Cool. The Green um, Protection Agency. Right. Rollins puts over everyone. I saw a picture of him with Nathan Fraser, which I thought was cool. Um, yeah. He he makes a joke about having to carry the Heritage Cup around because it's so enormous. He's like, have fun carrying that thing everywhere with you. But they congratulated each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fraser, this was nice. Fraser asks how Seth is doing. He says not 100%, but he asked for the best version of Finn Balor, and that's what he got, which was a nice foreshadowing of what happens later. Uh, and he is, you know, they just kind of have like a, a champ champ segment. And then Carmelo Hayes comes in right after and with Trick, and they introduce themselves, and Seth pretends he doesn't know who they are, and is laughing in his Seth voice. And Bella said he wanted to pay his respect champion to champion. And Rollins asks if he's beating Corbin next week. And Mello says, is he beating, is Rollins going to beat Braun? And Rollins says, I don't miss, which was cute. Mm. Uh, but it was just like a, a a moment for a bunch of applause to happen for Seth Rollins as he's he's come back to NXT, which was fun because the next segment 
was when it was not a good match, Alex. It was. Mm, I, 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 yeah, that was the one. Good. That was that was the one thing that you <laughs> sent Luis and you back and forth that came up on on my phone, and I was like, uh oh. Um, <laughs> it was not good. Uh, um. So anyway, oh, oh, we got we got um. Yeah, got Dragon some Chatskis. Yeah, Dragon Lee, Ulisa, Valentina, and Bob's your uncle. Oh, I thought and, that was later. Um, Fraser versus Dragon Lee for the Heritage Cup next week. Okay. Yeah, they set that up in a. It was just like a nice uh, respect feud of Seth Rollins had told him to take care of his own. Okay. Oh, and... I, I just sorry. I just yeah. No, that's okay. okay. We can we can switch that all together because it was all off of the Rollins stuff. Okay. Um. He says, like, to take care of his own, and the way that he's going to do that is to often dra offer Dragon Lee a, a spot. Um, he yes. talked to his Bob uncle, and he they agreed it was a good idea. He said so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Um, I, listen, I'm 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 cool. Uh, it's cool that they're um they're doing the Seth Rollins, Ben Carter, uh, yes connection. I think that's cool. Um, and yeah, like Seth. Seth's a company man. He's going to be here forever. They're uh, uh, Seth Rollins versus Carmelo Hayes program uh, within the next couple of years is a must. Yeah, got to do it. Those guys would be great together. So I like that they see that. Um, uh, Tucker says if your Otis is tuckered out, promo code FIFO. Hey, there you go. There you go. Um, so I want, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I don't. I mean. Cora Jade defeated uh, Dana Brooke. Um, By referee and, stoppage, Alex. And, and and what I just saw, you and Luis going back and forth in our little group chat was like, oh my God, I know, right? I didn't, I won't actually quote you because was, some things don't need to be quoted. But but basically that, that was that was the idea. And um and color me intrigued because I just I just now I need now I need to like go back and watch how bad. This match could pause because we see a lot of bad stuff, and I don't ever see a lot of Kate and Louise going back and forth like Jesus. Like I mean, so I, 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 uh, I I'm intrigued. Tell, tell me more. I want to support about women. <laughs> I want to support women's wrestling. Uh, this was really, really bad. Uh, mm. Because the, the story and the ring work were not good. Like, Dana Brooke did not look great in this match at all. Uh, there was an injury angle where Dana Brooke is just shouting, My leg! My leg! And they cut to commercial as if it's real, which it is not. And they come back, and she's on one of those, like, recliner gurneys, where it's like, you're getting your leg checked out, but the back is up. Um, and she's getting her leg checked out. And she just breaks through and gets back up and continues the match. Like, she just busts out of the gurney, basically. Data goes for a Vader bomb, and Cora moves and locks in a single leg crab in the center of the ring, the same leg that had been injured. The crowd was chanting for Dana to tap. Like, they were heavily in Cora Jane's corner, which was not good. Uh, classic, like, almost reaches the rope, gets pulled back, and but Dana won't tap, so the ref calls it. It was not a good match, man. Like it, it's it's a bummer, but neither of them looked good in it. Dana looked really not good in it. What are we protecting Dana Brooke for? 
Why why are we giving why are we giving her basically the Cody Rhodes treatment? Like if you were a real woman, you would have made me tap. But the ref had to get involved. Otherwise, I would still be in that single leg crab because I don't know how to counter it. It was not it was not good. Guys, we can criticize wrestling, but we're not criticizing people's looks. Please don't do that. Um It was bad. Um, I I don't know if there was like a an actual injury, but it couldn't have been because they had the great. It it was just the booking would have been like number seven on your list if you mm-hmm. saw this. It was really really not good. Core J didn't look good in this either. Like it was all over the place. Um, and it's not a good story, and it's not a good use of bringing someone back down. And then Booker T also just buried her on commentary forever. He was like, she doesn't really have like main roster status. She didn't really do anything up there. Like the whole match, she's talking about how she like didn't really accomplish anything. And I'm like, Jesus, that's, like that's, that it's enough gotta be time being... for her to come back here and stuff. Like it was like uncalled for weird. Uh it was it was odd, man. It man, it was whatever. really, really bad. I don't know. Do they have does she have like a does she have like a, a contract where like if you release me, you have to pay me my full amount of salary times two for the next however many years left to have on my contract? Because whenever she had a match on Raw, Corey Graves is a barrier. Corey Graves would do the same thing. And it feels like they're trying to get her to leave. Like like honestly, like I, I don't I am not a fan of Dana Brooks' work. Uh, but I don't think you need to do that to her. That's that's uncalled for. No, like she's not there's been other people who their in-ring wasn't like the like they didn't they never did that to Brie Bella when Brie didn't look good or whatever. You know what I mean? Like no. they just talked about everything else that she was good at. Uh but it was it was like it was really weird for Booker T to do it too, because like Corey Graves shouldn't have done it, but he's he's very clearly a heel commentator. Right. And I I feel like he really missed the mark um booker t doing it like he's a little bit more up the middle and for him to be like i think what yeah. he was trying to go for was like core jade's a big deal down here and like just because she's coming down here from the main roster doesn't mean like the opposite of the baron corbin story basically uh but like it was a they they did her dirty but then the match didn't do anything to help it out either you know what i mean <laughs> like like there was, it didn't feel like she was fighting from underneath. Like it, it didn't, it didn't, it was, it was not good, man. It, it, it sucks. I don't want, I don't want to come out here and, and be at all in the slightest cruel, but there was just nothing about this. That was a productive segment. Core didn't look good either. It was, it was a bad story and, and really bad in the ring. Like just not, just not good. Yeah. And also like, you don't have to do an injury every time. And I know I'm not a tech or tear. I'm not saying you have to work over one body part an entire match, but like you can have someone have their knee twisted in a match and they don't have to go over to the gurney to for the story to be told with it. Like she could have injured her knee just by taking out her knee and then putting her in a single leg crab. Like you didn't need to do this super dramatic spot. Um, but this just was unfortunately not a, a very good night for either of those ladies. Which sucks. That's weird. I don't, that's just very, very weird. Um, uh, I did not expect the match to be good, 
but I did not expect it to be like a, the story of how we're going to. I don't know. That's just uh, so, so. Well, and the other thing is like, are they planning on running it back? Because that doesn't. Not that now. Doesn't, probably. That doesn't feel like a good idea anymore. Not now. Probably. Yeah. But. No, that's bad. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. -uh. Yeah. No. 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 Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. All right. So. What I'm gonna do, you can you can talk, um, um, and I'm just going to watch this one minute thing of Von Wagner, and the people will see me reacting to it live for the first time. So I'm um, I'm over here watching it. Kate's gonna talk. I got the the, the promo thing in my ear. I'm gonna watch Von Wagner uh, sharing his story, as the tweet from WWE says. So here we go. Uh, this segment was Von Wagner talking to Robert Stone and saying that Robert Stone cared about him when no one else did. And Stone wants to talk about this picture. And he talks about a condition he had as a kid uh, where his skull fused into place early. He had to go under a 14-hour surgery. And then we see like photos of Von through the surgery and Vaughn says that he got cut open ear to ear and it pulled his face down and fixed his skull to give him life. And Stone says he can't imagine that trauma at such an early age. And Vaughn says he was in intensive care for a week while his dad was working to pay bills and his mom refused to leave his side. He says he looked different as a kid and the kids were all calling him a monster at school. Other parents would stare at him on the playground. And Stone says... Uh, he has kids, and he can imagine how angry that would make him. And Vaughn says, that's enough for today. So I guess the horny therapist angle is dead. Okay. If he couldn't I seem like he was saying anything sincere in his whole life, maybe this would have worked for an iota of a second. But he... Right. Also... Listen, he's. It would be one thing if you actually got him to just talk about this, but this was a scripted thing that they had. They had him read a script about his. That own That took a left life. turn with a horny therapist, like. Well, well, not like well that the 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 right the. The horny therapist was weeks ago, and this is, right. This is a thing of him in the in the arena, with nobody there talking to Robert Stone. About his right, thing. but I mean, like the jug handle that we took to get here is insane. right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, ridiculous. But this thing is that he's obviously reading a, a, a prepared script, and and the reason I know that is because they put a line in there for Robert Stone to deliver badly, because he goes, "There's only one way to fix it: surgery." Yeah, surgery. Now, see, just have him talk. Just have him talk about it. Like, no script. Just have Von Wagner talk about, about his whole life. This must be a story he's told people before in the past. Must be. I mean, I think they're saying he hasn't, right? Because he's. But that's like, that's a lie. But but it, it's it's fine. I, uh, yeah, this is, um. okay. I guess my thing is now uh, to what end? 
Well, now he's going to be the monster that everybody pretended he was he was when he was a kid, right? Isn't that where we're going with this? Couldn't you have done this six weeks ago in one storytelling vignette instead of this entire trash angle? So, 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 so we're gonna do the thing that you said he's gonna be the monster he was as a kid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because, because you might they might do that, but this the storytelling of this is that now we're going to build sympathy for him and be rooting for him on his route to the top on raw where he finally is going to show up as a free agent and not be on nxt anymore but you did this on nxt and why did you draft him if you're going to do this whole fucking thing on nxt he's also not tv ready like he's not he's not nxt tv ready no he he has not been good at any aspect of wrestling in the entire time he's been on television except for throwing people out of the the story was this dude seen by vince future mania main main eventer so vince is not i mean in charge but then again he is so like i don't know yeah but he also like he had one appearance on smackdown and that sure didn't stick like eight months ago right no and that was a vince call to send it back down Yeah. yeah I don't I don't know what this is supposed to do necessarily. So it also just doesn't work. It was like uh-huh. it was illogical and then comedic and then horny and then here. Like no. Uh-huh. No to all of this. Yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah. Uh okay. Sincere Von Wagner is um as Balfa Bill says, I did not expect a Von Wagner Hallmark movie. So, yeah. So he's going to meet a woman from corporate who will be too busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll have a mm-hmm. child because she's a single mom who is getting bullied in the same way. Right. Right. Also, I don't know if I want to say this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, you do. Like, do not. <laughs> this is so shitty to say. No. Acknowledging that this makes me a bad person. I'm acknowledging it. Uh-huh. This is not a nice thing to say. It's called okay. sour grapes. Okay. I think because it's been such a long road to get here, I was kind of uh-huh. like, it doesn't feel traumatic enough. <laughs> yeah. I was like, get over I mean, it. It happened when you were five and it saved your life. Like, yeah. You probably should go to therapy and whatever and not be telling your manager who sucks at being a manager. Right? It's just been like, such like a long build with this dude and then for it to just be like, I had to have one how, very how, long surgery. Here's how long the build was, Kate. In the, the go home segment to Vengeance Day, is when Von Wagner lost to Dijak, and then at the end of the show, 
After the match, Robert Stone says, how am I going to help you if you won't even open up to me? January. Because I just listened to that episode of our podcast <laughs> on the drive to pick up my parents. I was like, oh, go home for Vengeance Day. I just scroll through until I see one I might like to know because I didn't know what was going on back then. January is when this shit started of how you're going to have to open up to me. They knew in January we were eventually going to get Von Wagner opening up and telling Robert Stone that he was born with this skull in, uh, deficiency or whatever. And like, and they knew that then, and they took all the way until now to finally, finally tell us. And it took that long and also a trip to the sexy uh, psychiatrist. I think it was because they also, he had so much gratitude for being able to survive it. It was just the way, I don't know, the way it was wrapped up, it felt like the payoff was not a five-month journey. Mm -hmm. It's because they, they, like, it was the, and my dad was working, and my mom never left my side. Like, it, it got a little, it got a little, it got a little corny. Yeah. Matthew Plus says the only road longer whenever Katie is talking about is the road optimum drives to fix your internet. There you go. If they tried, I wouldn't be having as many issues, probably. <laughs> Alpha Bill, as far as I know, they have seen none of anything that I have done. <laughs> That's so funny because my parents have seen a lot of your Rich and Two Strands and they don't watch wrestling. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Do your parents um, watch wrestling? God, no. They have no idea how I've slipped so far down the social ladder that I could be talking about this professionally. It's true. Did your brother? Oh, it's true. Uh, No, I don't know. How'd you get started? Uh, Like, my my entree into this was uh, freshman year in the dorms. It Shut was. Up. I, I was my, a college wrestling convert too. Uh, it, it was the f- freshman year of the dorms was 97, 98. Ah. So it was the hot, the high of the Monday Night Wars. One guy would have Nitro on in his dorm. Across the hall would be Raw on the other TV. And we would get pizzas delivered and we would just run back and forth depending on what was happening. I did not, I knew what wrestling was, but I did not follow anything. And that's how I got into it was no was I, I was dragged into it during the absolute height of the biggest boom period in all of wrestling i do not think that I, basically i've been chasing the dragon ever since like trying to get trying to find that sweet sweet high and it's just never gonna you get a nitro party across the hall and you had raw mm-hmm. in one room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. were you a wcw guy or a wwe guy or wf guy um, I think I was WCW uh, because I loved Kevin Nash so much. Oh, like, he was okay. my dude. He was my dude. Like he was, he was. That's just the way he would like stroll into the ring and like just the way he like he he cut a promo like he had better shit to do. Like I just, I mean, like it was. He was just the coolest fucking dude. But I mean, like I like both. I like Austin. I like Rock. Um, I, I remember watching like WWE has these giant characters. And WCW just seems like everybody hates each other. And I don't know why I was like, this is more compelling to me than like the dude who may or may not be a zombie. 
and his and his brother who may or may not have burn scars over his entire body. I mean, like honestly, like that's a thing. But this just feels more relatable to me. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh, here we go. How I know Luis is a Washington Capitals fan. He writes in all caps. I actually really respect that he sent that in a two chat so that there would be a delay. Yeah. Like, gotta get the punchline. Uh, Jam Beard says, Alex, your family's first taste pro wrestling needs to be a John Moxley bloodbath match. My brother's first uh, taste pro wrestling is going to be uh, uh, Forbidden Door because he and I are going to sit there and watch Forbidden Door together while he's visiting. And I'm like, so I don't know how to explain this. That little dude with the beard, he's the most vicious son of a bitch in the world. <laughs> And that really tall Japanese guy, he might be the best wrestler who's ever lived. We don't know. They're going to fight each other. And it's uh, it's basically like my birthday and Christmas rolled up into one. So you're not going to understand any of this, but you're just going to watch me sit there and just like cry happy tears while watching it. So I love when anybody's first viewing experience includes Orange Cassidy. That's gonna be awesome. Yes, that that will be fun. That will be fun. He will not. He will. I think he will love that. Also, and yet they always but, people who haven't seen wrestling before love Orange Cassidy. I also don't know. Probably won't have a match, but he's, I hope he's on collision. My brother was a huge Rusev fan. He does not watch oh. wrestling. He does not watch wrestling, but but his now, uh, but his uh, this woman he was with uh, got him to uh, watch. Uh, Total Divas, and he, he thought we <laughs> thought Rusev was hilarious. So I, want hilarious. To, I, I, so I want him to. I want him to see Miro. I think it's very funny. Um. Anyway, um, what happened? Um, what? Uh, huh? What? Uh, Baron Corbin and NXT Champion Carmelo Hayes come face to face, and all I saw all my on my timeline was man, Melo cooked Corbin, and I don't know how he cooked him. Um, I know I'm Baron Corbin likes to smoke a meat I, I don't know if that was how he was cooked or was it boiling baking, he what? was the meat tonight oh boy uh i'm all for baby faces being the ones to come out of these looking strong but this got lopsided really fast uh we've got <laughs> a lot that mellow came out on top with uh we get the face-to-face -face, corbin the first swing and a miss from Corbin was he says, if there's anything he knows, it's that being champion at NXT doesn't guarantee you anything on the main roster. What do you think Carmelo would have said to that, Alex? How the would you know? Because <laughs> he went right in for that kill yep. really, really fast. And I think everyone at home was thinking it too. Corbin didn't do a bad job with this. Carmelo just... Everything Baron said was set up for a, a Carmelo slam dunk, and, and he knocked him out of the park. Uh, Melo said that this isn't new to him. He's seen main roster guys come and step to him before, and they've ended up with T-shirts in the rafters. <laughs> Ooh! Corbin, uh, he, he starts to take like shots at Happy Corbin, and Corbin interrupts and saying, like, you know what Happy Corbin did for me? It bought me this $1.8 million house. Um and like these these kids with their surface level insults think they mean something. They can compare bank accounts, WrestleMania moments are more, whatever metric you want. And Mello will take the L regardless. Mello says to Corbin, uh, you used to be all that, but what happened? And uh, 
Corbin has had a decade on him. And if you want to talk numbers at 26, he cashed in for a title and at 26 Corbin was being cut by the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Corbin also says that if Mello had come out every week that he's him, he's come out here every week and said that he's him when he's not. Uh, he says Mello is a nobody and that's why he barely, this pissed me off. And I was like, this would piss Alex off if he was watching. That's why he barely noticed him sitting behind the barricades at SmackDown. He's insignificant. Didn't Baron Corbin lose his mind on Cameron Grimes at SmackDown because Carmelo Hayes was sitting right there and lose the match because Carmelo Hayes was sitting right there? Yep. Don't lie to us. That one's such a blatant lie. Like, that's not even like a... Well, like, if you're going to do that, I'm like, um, like, Carmelo needs to be able to have a comeback with, like, you barely noticed me. You was you were so obsessed with me being there that it cost you your match, Holmes. Like I don't understand. Like if you're gonna, it's fine to have the the heel be delusional, but then you need to immediately have the baby face call him out on his delusion. That's that's part part of being a heel is being delusional. So then you know you got to have that. But but yeah, um, I probably noticed you the front rows watching me lose is great. Um, I think he uh, might have been setting Carmelo up for that, but the uh, momentum went so heavily in Melo's well, way that it, it might have been good he laid off. This is the thing, though. This is this is why the booking, uh, uh, burying anybody the way that they have done with Corbin is bad for everybody. Because, like, if you can just... If you can just like act, like actively bury a dude the way they did with Corbin at the end of his run with JBL... I've never seen anybody dress down like like that on camera, ever. And they've done nothing to rehabilitate him. So then you you say, oh, well, we're going to send this guy down to NXT to have a feud with the NXT champion. And the NXT champion's not supposed to, like, mention that this dude's been on a losing streak forever? Which he kind of... I, I felt like they actually did okay with that. Because he did say, like, what happened to you? Like, yeah, you used to have all this stuff and be that guy. I feel like if they went too hard in that direction, you would be burying the product to your point, but they couldn't not acknowledge it with someone who's as good and, and unafraid as Carmelo is. So I felt like that part of it was actually handled pretty well, but like Carmelo really just had him at every turn and it was great to watch, but it was like everything that they did good last week of him mentioning he was the last guy to pin Roman, um, retiring Kurt Angle, like it felt like Baron Corbin came out really weak from this. So uh it, it felt like he was standing on a house of cards with Carmelo, which if it was designed to do that rather than being even split, touche to them. But like, man, Carmelo came out looking way, 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 way stronger than Baron mm-hmm. Corbin. Yeah. Um, um yeah, the 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 Baron Corbin thing, I mean, it's just when they, when they, we like, ah, happy Corbin bought me an at $1.8 million house. Do you remember how he went from being bum ass Baron Corbin? Vegas, to, baby. He won millions of dollars starting with a $10 bill or something like that. Um, that and, and, and on the slots in Vegas. That's that was, that was the story. And of course, the story leading to him becoming bumass Corbin was because he 
lost his crown from being King Corbin to Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and because he was no longer in possession of a plastic crown, his salary dropped to levels such as he could not pay the, the payments on his car or the mortgage on his house because apparently having a plastic crown in your possession bumps your salary up a hundred times. So you buy things you can't afford. And then if you lose the plastic crown in a match, then, then that's it. You're you, 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 that's, that's the end for you. The, 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 the creative surrounding Baron Corbin since he pinned Roman Reigns has been three years, three plus years, because that was December of 2019, three plus years of some of the worst creative surrounding a main roster dude who they still insist is somewhere near the top of the mid card that I've ever seen. It, it, it is unfortunate to him because I do believe there's a really talented dude in there and a, and there's a great role for him to play on your roster. It just ain't any of this shit they've been giving him for now three plus years. No, and it felt like they had something so much more unlocked with the Lone Wolf stuff. Like his yeah. NXT character was all right. It wasn't my favorite, mm-hmm. but it was all logical and built on something authentic and made sense and yep. uh, came I from will... a real place it just they they only went backwards with him it's a it's a weird thing i will never forget a match i reviewed for main event at the beginning of my career in the wwe re- reviewing business where he teamed with the dudley boys when they were when they were um healing it up in a six-man tag on main event he came down last to the ring, and the and Devon and Bubba Ray wanted to dap him up, and he just walked past him. Um, he tagged himself in to get into the match, beat up Gold Dust a little bit, and then got tagged out by Bubba Ray, who tagged himself in the way Baron had. Baron looks at him, gets out of the ring, and walks up the ramp. He was like, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to play with you guys. You know what?" fine, you do it by yourself. And I was like, that's some really interesting lone wolf character shit that they never actually really got a chance to show anywhere on anything other than main event. He's There's some good stuff in there and it's gone. 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 Um, uh, Legend, uh, Lush Legend and uh, Jakara Jackson defeated Ulysses Leon and Ventina Feroy. This was not the best night for women's wrestling on NXT. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is about three and a half minutes long and it was also sadly not very good. We get mm. Royce leaning on, uh, leaping onto Mensa on the side uh, and Leon in the ring gets taken out by Lash Legend for three. This was not very good. But mm. it was very short mm-hmm. and I'm glad it was very short because I will say this. Whilst the stories are usually terrible, the women get a lot of screen time in NXT, and a lot of them are very good in the ring. Uh, mm. Tonight was not that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was an example of it not being that night. Apparently, um, Lola Vice and Electra Lopez were watching the match in the ring menacingly. Yes, and hotly. They mm. looked hot. Ah. They're sexy bad girls. L- Latina heat, you might say? 
One might say. One might say. Mm, good. So the crowd I only... did not mind how they looked tonight. Oh, yeah. They were not mad about it. Nor was my timeline. Great. Um, so, uh, so here we go. I all I saw was just a brief video on Twitter that I scrolled past of Stax kidnapping Joe Coffee. <laughs> that Sean was Murphy it. says, some of says, what was Stax's plan? It seemed to hinge on Joe Coffee getting a phone call at that exact <laughs> moment. Did he plan to get all three? So confused. What happened? That what you saw was it. He just kidnapped Joe Coffee. <laughs> There's nothing else to tell you. But what 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 were the other guys around, or was it just literally Joe Coffee on his phone? What was happening? I think it was just Joe Coffee on his phone. I was actually out of the room for a second, and this happened so fast, I don't know. So I'm pretty sure now, it was just Joe Coffee getting kidnapped. Joe Coffee sleeps with the fishes. Uh I don't know. I don't think so, because that would make the story real boring. Maybe he's just no, kidnapped and the other gals boys have to come for him. in the parking lot. Yeah, they're walking out of the parking lot. Well, obviously, that's where he it had a security guard. Uh, Joan got a phone call. Yeah, he was on his own. So, who who, who called him? Maybe Tony D from prison. Attacking the pub. Oh, hey, cool. So, there must be other guys who work Oh, for that's good. Okay. I must have missed that part. I mean, they may never appear on TV. Maybe Stax just went down to like hire mercenaries. Heiser hired some mercenaries. So what, that's funny. Okay, cool. Great, I guess. Yeah. Um uh so um I saw a couple of clips of this. I'm Fantastic. I'm I am literally going to go back as soon as this is over, find it's my really on my good. DVR and watch this watch this thing. Um last night uh, I uh, we talked about on on the on the podcast on Select a Braun Breaker cut an awesome promo um, uh, backstage at, um, at, at Raw uh, talking about this. I'm really really um, I, I really like that dude. I think I think he's getting better and better in the ring and way better and better as this heel character version of himself. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Um, but when they don't and, make him out to be a total doofus, he's great. Like he, yeah. he's got to get rid of the meaner than evil thing. Uh, that's dumb. That's really dumb, and it just makes me think of evil from New Japan. And I don't even mm. want to think of evil from New Japan. So all of his matches are overbooked dog shit. Um, he, this is the most. Like they found the sweet spot with him. Like the promo yesterday was great. I said yesterday on on Select like. There's, it's so effective when people use volume as a device. I used Sam Punk as an example because, of course, I did. But, like, there's a really big difference to me between there is a glass ceiling here and no one's allowed to break it and yelling. Like, that controlled thing is so much scarier because that guy, that guy mm. thinks he's fine. Like, that's alarming. The guy who's yelling mm. knows he's in a state of panic. The yeah. guy who this is just a conversation to is so scary. Mariano Rivera is a way scarier closer than Jonathan Papelbon, who's freaking out all the time on the mm -hmm, mound. Mm -hmm. Like, the assassin dude is way scarier 100% mm -hmm. of the time. And that's kind of what Braun leaned into yesterday. And that I love, especially with how explosive he is in the ring. Because when you create that contrast of, like, cold mess and killer, 
and can spear you out of your fucking boots. That is a really, really fun combination of things. Um, and Seth Rollins just continues to be one of the most selfless in-ring guys in the world. Like he, he can make anybody look good and Braun didn't need the help. When you have that situation in ring magic happens, Seth won with two stomps. The second one being an off the rope spot from Braun. Um, no, I can't call out anything in the match because you just have to go watch the whole match. It's, it's one of those. It's as good as you were hoping it would be. Some delicious lariats in here. The spear's always ridiculous. Seth is incredible. He just knows how to sell. It felt like he was coming back to his pun not originally intended, but now intended stomping grounds in this regard. Like mm-hmm. It felt like a big fight main event kind of thing. And it, I think it was a star-making performance for Braun. I wouldn't be surprised if they did call him up around SummerSlam-ish. Like that would be a yeah. good call for them because he's he's done now. Now that he's like found the heel thing and unlocked it, I think he's ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. let's start let's start freshening it up a little bit. Um, I, I um, I'm I'm very like Luis says this may have been the uh, best WWE television match of the year, and they've had some good ones on Raw recently. Like like uh, Seth versus Damian Priest was was excellent. Um, um. Uh, but the thing about it is, from what I'm understanding, is that uh, at the end of the match is when Finn Balor attacked Rollins. Sorry, he yes. did not. He did not. He did not enter. He did not get involved during the match, which you know, my own personal proclivities is something I very much appreciate because um, the one thing that I didn't love about Damian Priest versus Seth Rollins was that Finn Balor got involved during it. So um, I. I love that they let this thing go. Um, it looks, it sounds like uh, Braun really acquitted himself during the match. Looked great, even in defeat. It takes two stomps to get him. I saw him kick out of a pedigree, and yes. then immediately hit a, hit the hit the spear on him. That was what the the clip that I saw. So I'm 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 very excited about the future for for Braun. I hope that they do what they need to with him. I think that he's a guy who. Um, would be great as a running buddy, not a tag partner, but a running buddy of another of another dude. Sure, so they could they could go together. Just like they they would tag together, but it wouldn't be like a tag team. Um, I don't want to be a heavy. That's different. I think they should be on nearly on the same plane. I'm not sure exactly who, but like there could be a really cool act that involves Braun Breaker. That could be. Um, Good stuff on the main roster because I, I wish I think they he, had a manager kicking around because he's so ripe for it. He really because he's not. He's a, we saw yesterday. He's a good he's promo, a, but like mm-hmm. him with the manager just gives you that like mm-hmm. importance thing. And they don't. They have nobody. There they have go. MVP and Paul Heyman. There you go. I don't. I don't know if this. I don't know if this works, but I want to fucking see it. I know how that their name wouldn't work together, but just these two dudes just wrecking shop. All over the place, like I mean, they don't even need to be anything. But like, I'm, I'm, uh, that that would be fun. He's he's ready. He's ready right now. He was ready. Um, we we just didn't get to see how ready he was because some of the creative was bad, and so all all the feuds were were really poorly laid out. Well, like he you have this had- guy here, you were giving him go fishing bullshit. Like it's not that yeah. different than Roman. Like Roman was suffering succotash guy and then mm-hmm. the heel version of him rules like you just yeah. have to find what people are best at which is mm-hmm. kind of the point of nxt i just can't believe mm-hmm. how long it took us to get here mm-hmm. because it was obviously there this is the one if they ever turn cody heel 
Oh, that could be fun. Braun is his top lieutenant in like a three-man, uh, four-man group with, with heel Cody. I don't know if they're ever going to do it. I don't know if they're ever going to do it, but those two dudes would be perfect together. Um, the yeah. thing you have to remember, though, too, is like, well, Braun, Braun's like 5'10 or something. Like, he's like six foot, I think. He's 5'11". Cody's 6'3", so it's like... Mm-hmm. It, he feels really big in NXT, but when he mm-hmm. goes up to the main roster, he's he's gonna feel he's, big, but he's not gonna feel like like a Braun Strowman right. or something. Like, right. That's... What he's what he's gonna here's the thing is he's not gonna feel like anything until he hits you, and then he's gonna feel like a ton of bricks. Sure. This is why I this is what this was this was what I thought they should have done a while ago is you build a guy like Omos on the main roster. Having him murder everybody, nobody can take him out. Whatever, and um, and then you have him call out. I don't care who it is, says MVP. Come on out, and my boy's gonna make mincemeat of you. And the dude who comes out is Braun Breaker. Um, this is back when he was wrestling face. But I thought that was the way. And you have him come out and immediately cut Omos in half with the most vicious spear anyone's ever seen. He doesn't have a match with him. He just spears Omos out of his boots. That's the only reason you build a non-talented giant guy is so that the guy who actually is talented beats, like, beats that yeah. dude up. Man, ah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Seth Rollins made him look really good and then they just sent him away. Yep. Braun and Bronson. Team Bone Breakers. I'm in. I'm in on that so much. Elite Biscuit says, because the that... And the in, in got that dog in me on Bronze Tron was poorly contrasted. I read it as got me dog. Like Bron was an old timey Irish man asking got around for his lost puppy. I'm in. Hey, got, you got me dog. Got me dog. You got me dog. Love it for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, I do. I do want. I do want Miro to be Ultimiro Dragon. I do want that. No, I want him to kill dinosaurs. Well, for, that'll be part of the part of his way to get there. So apparently, Finn um, Finn attacked. Uh, so this, it was actually uh, really well. That was really well done too, because it was like not only after the win, it was like after the celebration, like going home credits, like, and Finn attacked him pretty viciously, and he had that that second run. So I think the crowd was even yeah, more the, excited. The crowd like, him. Was yeah. was really really hyped for it. Uh, yeah. But that—that that I thought was a good use of a feud, like that, or a segment to continue a feud. That's—that's that's a main roster feud, right? Like nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Um, well timed, well done. I much like you. Very glad it had nothing to do with the match because the match felt like something special. You—you mm-hmm. you should definitely go back and watch it. It's really, really good. I definitely will. Um, uh, Matthew Plus. Says the only this show sucks. The only I only send in money so that Katie and Al can one day afford to visit the Titanic. Listen, let me tell you what I won't. Matthew be Plus. Uh, then he says ridiculous. He's just he's just ranting here. Like, are you okay? Says Matthew Plus. The shoe is finally begun. Papa Plus is here, sluts. And then he says, I definitely meant to write shoes, not shows. <laughs> then he says, side note, Luis is a dork. Then he says, I send it in two chats because $4 is less than $5. But I spent six, at least. Seek eight. Just here, eight. And I read some other ones from before. So, like, I don't know. You could just Venmo me, bro. Yeah, it's just true. 
Um, Board Dude 360 says, Statler and Waldorf are my guys, and I love Scrappy Thea. Listen, Statler was- and Waldorf are totally my guys. It just does feel like a very outdated reference. Well, that was like the point because she's so young, but the the harping right. on her being 19 part was bad. Like yeah, it got yeah. it got fun. Like she's running around mm-hmm. this whole pep rally. She's got cheerleaders that are all bigger mm-hmm. than her. Like I mm-hmm. I'm kind of in yeah. on it. Jambeard says, I mean, if you want a team Braun with heel Cody, they could do a legacy 2.0 Cody leading Braun and someone hopefully not Von Wagner. Here's who it's gonna be. Dominic Mysterio. No. If they did that. If they did that, they would make it Dominic Mysterio as the guy in the in the in the crew who doesn't do anything because that's his thing. I have I am I am resigned myself to the fact that Dominic will have a 15-year career playing this character and only this character and never doing anything but that. They would I don't think they would. For their own ego and a little bit his. I don't think they would attach anybody to Cody. I think Cody is Cody. Except maybe Brandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Fitzpatrick says, Vaughn covered Wagner. <laughs> Remember the puns we were doing earlier? Uh, one Lieutenant yeah. Photo says, Bray Wyatt Earp. J.B. Pringle says, Ray hit him with the 6149er. <laughs> T-Electric Mayhem says, Shinsuke... Nugget Mora. <laughs> Charlie Dempsey. Is, Charlie Dempsey is the third guy's great, but you got to change to Charlie Regal. Ooh. Got to change Charlie, and also Braun Steiner. You got to give them. The, got to give them the names. Got to give them the names. Sorry, they're not. Yeah. yeah. Um. So here we go. Um. Me Norma says Jake the Snake Oil Salesman. Cleo says Little House of Black on the Prairie. I need that in a Family Guy style mashup. It's just, <laughs> where's this little girl running through the flowers, and she gets to the to the house, and it's like swathed in like this really dark mist, and the door flings open, and it's Malachi Black who just spins and kicks her. Like, I'm it, in. That's what I want. There you go. I'm in on that. I'm 100 on that. Got to do it. Chris Barrera says Dutch Mantel Vanderland, <laughs> and the Bullet you Club Gold it. Rush. Bullet Club Gold Rush. That's good. Um, uh, one lieutenant photo says Annie Stokely Hathaway. Uh, T Electric Mayhem says Prairie Peter Avalon. Jambeard says Anna J of Green Chad Gables. That's good. <laughs> T Electric Mayhem says Bam Bam Buckaroo. Um, and uh, uh, CO says What do Adam Page and an outlaw and an outhouse have in common? What cowboy shit. <laughs> Ryan uh, Sakini says Julius Creed needs to go heal with Bruno. Those two dudes walk into your arena. You watch the hell out. Because that's well, some shit right there. Even as a, a three man group, like yeah. they had their six man. The that was fun. On the same side was that was really good. Really good. They had good chemistry. That was good. They had really good chemistry. They, they, worked, they worked well together. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So now I guess hold on. What can I say? Jambeard says for Alex, since he plays Red Dead Redemption Two, did you know that back in April, Hasbro hired the famous mercenaries known as the Pickertons to retrieve some Magic the Gathering cards from a YouTuber? I did no. not know that, but I, uh, 
I didn't play Red Dead Redemption 2, but I am very hip to the Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 2 mm-hmm. game, okay? Um, I wish... I miss Arthur that, Morgan all the time. I wish that the Magic the Gathering cards had been Pokemon cards, and I wish that YouTuber had been Logan Paul, and I wish the retrieval had gone poorly. That's what I That's that's what I wish. Sorry. Yeah, like, Sorry. That's what I wish. That's what I wish. Um... All right, we got we got we got some we got some jukeboxes here. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what what should we do first? Okay. Um, wow, these are, these are these ones are giving you to do as Tiffany. Um, seem seem very interesting. Okay, first we're gonna start with this. Tiffany sings Saturday Nights All Right for Fighting by Elton John in honor of Collision. That's from CO. So we'll do that first. I'm in. <clears throat> It's getting late. Have you seen my mates? Ma, tell me when the boys get here. It's seven o'clock. I want to rock. Want to get a belly full of beer. My old man's drunker than a barrel full of monkeys. Who notoriously, they don't really get drunk. And my old lady, she don't care. My sister looks cute in her braces and boots. A handful of grease in her hair. Oh, don't give us none of your aggravation. We've had it with your discipline. Oh, Saturday. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Get a little action in. Get about as oiled as a diesel train. Gonna set this dance alight. Cause Saturday night's the night I like. Saturday night's all right. All right? All right. Toodles. Watch Andrade versus Spud Matthews. It's one of the best television matches of the year. It's good. Um, uh, hi John Silver. And Billy Gunsmoke. <laughs> That's very, uh, both very. Electric Mayhem says, now that he's back, jukebox for Miro to sing Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. God, I'm trying to figure Okay, hold on. Let's see if I can just... Um, Week 7, uh, keep doing Simpson stuff. Come on, man. Come on, here we go. I'm trying to figure out... Okay, As a favor to my God, I will make dinosaurs extinct one more time. The first time, he sent a meteor. The second time, he sent me... Reach out and touch faith. Your own personal Jesus, someone to hear your prayers, someone who cares. Your own personal Jesus, someone to hear your prayers, someone who's there. Feeling unknown and you're all alone. Flesh and bone by the telephone. Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer. Take second best, put me to the test. Things on your chest you need to confess. I will deliver. You know I'm a forgiver. I am a redeemer. That is what you seemer. Nailed it. Reach out and touch face. Um, okay. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Okay. Um, oh, come on. Jam Beard says, Tony D to sing some ridiculous song by Adriano Silitano. It's a 70s Italian song done in the style of English rock using only <laughs> gibberish. No, I can't. I can't say that. That doesn't make any sense. When it's written out, I can't even read that. How do I even read? Jam Beard, send it a different thing. I'm not. I'm not even trying to get through that. It wouldn't even be funny. You like, just got uh, lectured. Send it a different, send it a different chat. I can't. I can't read that. Like I don't. I don't even know how I would say that. Like there's a there's a thing that says this u u a i t. How what? I don't even know what that is. Like I I don't know what to do that. I'm sorry, Jam Beard. You're great. Just I can't say I can't I can't read that off the page. Send it's in another fun of another. Send in another funny one. I, I promise you, I'll do a different one. Um, 
uh, Darby sings uh, the Gummy Bear song uh, from Vicky. Love you, Alex. I am a Gummy Bear, the Gummy Bear song. Is this like the, the Gummy Bears theme song from the from the 80s cartoon? Or I'm a Gummy Bear. Okay, I guess I'll do in this one. I love that you think I'm the authority on Gummy Bears. Someone know that. Oh, well, listen, the Gummy Bears, the Gummy Bears theme song from the 80s is really good. Maybe I'll just add that at the end of here. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm a gummy bear. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. Oh, I'm a yummy, tummy, funny, lucky gummy bear. I'm a jelly bear. Because I'm a gummy bear. Oh, I'm a moving, grooving, jamming, singing gummy bear. Oh, yeah. Gummy, 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 gummy bear. Gummy, 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 gummy bear. Bading, badal party. Bading, badali party. Bading, badali party, party pop, Malachi Black. Bading Badali party, Bading Badali party, Bading Badali party, Bading Badali party party, Brody King. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. High adventures that's beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. Buddy Matthews. Thank you. I added that in the end. I liked it. Thank you. Okay, let's see here. What else we got? Um, all right. Are the ceases in the chat? Did they abandon us because we didn't do enough rookie rainbow? Did they desist? They may have. Um, okay. Um, what? Okay. So here we go. Um, <clears throat> Jim Beard says, here's to week seven of getting oh, Kate to do Simpson stuff. Tiffany to sing, who needs the quickie mark? Emily C says that they are present. Okay, good. All right. <clears throat> hold on. You, you sing that, and I'm going to go away for a second. I'm skipping the beginning part, because I don't know what this is. Whether Igloo Hut, Lean To, or Geodesic Dome, there's no structure I haven't been, which I'd rather call a home. When I first arrived, you were all such jerks, but now I've come to love your quirks. Maggie with her bright, her eyes so bright, Marge with her Frank Lloyd Wright, hair by Frank Lloyd Wright, Lisa can philosophize. Bart's adept to spitting lies. Homer's a delightful fella. Sorry about the salmonella. Who needs a quickie mark? Here's the tricky part. Oh, won't you rhyme with me? Who needs quickie mark? I'm just going to say toodles because everything else is a bunch of lines and I don't understand what's going on. Um, uh, Jambird wants Ricky Rainbow to sing the Reading Rainbow theme song. He said, I got back as quickly as I could. Legend. Happy Pride. Hello, everyone. loves. It's so good to be here. I'm going to sing this song about, about a reading rainbow. Listen, you know, for the first 15 years of my life, I could not read. I never learned to read until I was in my mid-teens. And then I learned to read by reading wank mags. There were articles in there. But, you know, listen, I grew up hard and alone on the streets of London. But then I was taken in by a, by a kindly madam who ran a brothel. I'm making up this backstory as I go along. <laughs> Reading rainbow, butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. I can go anywhere, friends to know, and ways to grow. The Reading Rainbow. 
I could be anything. Take a look. Have you seen a book? <laughs> a reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. Oh, a reading rainbow. That's my favorite one. Well, this is me now. This is what I'm doing. So, here you are. So, this is me. <laughs> I'm the famous fashion designer. I thought you were a musician. Ricky Rainbow. What? Weren't you a musician, Ricky? Famous fashion designer slash musician. Listen, I could do two things. I could do two things. You're an artist. Listen, as, You're an artist. As, you, as you've seen, I have fabricated a, a beginning of my life where I grew up alone on the streets of London for Fabricated? Years. Fabricated because, listen, you have to have a hook, darling. You have to have a hook so everyone can, like, feel bad for you, like Von Wagner. I thought you were gonna say it was fabricated because of all your fashion experience. Listen, like every fabric. every month, every month is Pride Month when you're it's Ricky pride. Rainbow. It's Pride. It's it's Pride. It's Pride Year. It's Pride Decade. It's Pride Century. Everything is is Pride. Legendary I'm proud. Ally. I'm out and ally. I'm proud. I'm also in and I'm proud. I'm in and out and in and out and in and out and I'm proud. We're proud That's of you. I am. We're proud. Everyone should be proud. What's going on here? So we did uh, Tiffany seems seems Tiffany <laughs> Tiffany to do the Viking prayer from the thirteenth warrior. Oh, was that that was that that um that movie where they got a bloody Spaniard to play an Arab? That was that was that was, that was not at all problematic, was it? <laughs> so you got you got to do this Viking prayer. Yeah. Sailing on a sea of trouble, our backs are to the sun. The thickest fog we've ever seen fell without a sound. We're up against an ancient force that's never been brought down. A tired king, a desperate land, broken and burdened bound. Forwarding into battle is when we come alive. Sharpened swords and eyes cold as ice. The fear we face, we know we may not survive. The only, only death can stop the fire burning in our hearts. Stepping onto foreign sand, a naked child runs our way, bringing blood upon his hand. An ancient evil that all men dread, we hope and pray for the angel of death. Toodles. And toodles to you too, love. It's it's beautiful. Also, I don't think you're going to like this one either, but it, uh, Tom LaValle wants you to sing Misery Cantare for that return. The return of, what's his name? Listen, hold on. Um, I studied under the tutelage of this beautiful man here. It's Minoru Suzuki, it is. He's wonderful. Hey, look at that jawline. Look at that I had jawline. A jaw I had a jawline like that once and cheekbones like that, but I had to give them back. You had to give them back? I How stole them because stole I, was a pick I was a pickpocket on the streets of London. And I stole a man's cheekbones and jawline, and then the the bobbies found me, and I had to give them back. Oh man! So so sing sing misery, uh, can't our eye. Okay, I have to open it up one second. 
Uh, why would that make me mad? You said that would make me sad. It doesn't make me sad. Well, no, you got you got you, you usually don't. Yes, yeah, you don't. I don't want you to. Yeah, so. But it's a memory. <clears throat> Love your hate. Your faith lost. You are now one of us. Love your hate. Your faith lost. You are now one of us. Nothing from nowhere. I'm no one at all. Radiate recognize one silent call as we all form one dark flame incinerate. Nothing from nowhere. I'm no one at all. Radiate recognize one silent call as we all form one dark flame. As we all form one dark flame. As we all. Love your hate. Your faith lost. You are now one of us. Love your hate. Your faith lost. You are now one of us. Toodles. And then he See, like I, comes out in the gym shorts and the jacket. It's like a whole thing. I was wrong because I thought because I don't know all these foreign languages. So I thought misery cantare was cause nara. That's why I was confused. No, I, no, no, no. And That's I thought it was that because Minoru's, Minoru's coming back tomorrow. Love, he's going to be teaming with, with 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 uh, with the Sammy the Sammy Guava and uh, the the Dad Rock Jericho. So they're going to be teaming together with with the with the Murder Gramps, and they're going to be chopping knots. But I thought that that was the return, and the uh, the, the Kantare was the Kaze Ninare. It's all, it's all no, my fault. no, 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 no. That's a secret. It's all my fault. Yeah. Cousin Ninare was the, the, you don't know it because there was a, like an incident where they didn't play the hook, remember? Oh, was, everybody yeah, went yeah. mad about yeah. it. Everyone went, went mental. They did they go mental. Bloody, they went bloody mental for the twins. Oh, wait. Okay. What, what's next? Um, so here we go. Um, so Cam Watson wants Tony D and Nathan Fraser to do Space Oddity, Oddity by Bowie. Well, what, an, what an off the beaten choice for you. Well, like off the well, beaten well, so I don't, I really don't do a Nathan Fraser or a Tony D, um, but I'll try. All right. I've never done this one before, but here we go. Okay. Here we are, me doing a Nathan Fraser and a Tony D doing Space Oddity by the great David Michael Bowie. Hey, ground control the major dam. Ground control the major dam. Uh, take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Uh, ground control the major dam. Commencing engine sign. Uh, check engine condition. May God's love be with you. This is uh, ground control the major dam. Yeah, you made a way to great, and uh, they had a paper. Uh, they want to know who shirt you wear, and uh, you know it's time to leave the cap capsule if you did. This is made in time to ground. Well, hold on, hold on, hey, 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 hey. I, I stepped on your line there, Nate. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you your cue again. Now it's time to leave the capsule if you dare. This is Major Tom to ground control. I'm stepping through the door. I'm floating in a most peculiar way, and the stairs look very different today. But here. Am I sitting in my tin can far above the world? Platinum is a blue, and there's nothing I can do. And Bob's your uncle. Is that all right? I've never tried doing doing voices before, love. Is he okay? What are you muted? Why are you muted? Unmute I am yourself. muted. I'm sorry. I don't know how that happened, but you were great. I think I oh, muted because I oh, just wanted to you. make sure. 
Okay, but... that's all right. Okay, good. Okay, here we, okay. So now we got uh, one more from you and then one from both of us. Okay. But oh, now, now listen, we'll do this one some other time. We, we've already had lost call. Rob, it's not right. Okay. <laughs> Luis is going to be very upset. He's going to be so mad. Okay. Because I'm putting over their vinyl today and somebody did this. Okay. Let's support good music. That's good. Right, here we go. Can't think. Bad TV and other people's lives on the Instagram and the Facebook feeds, feeds got me fatigued. Another night holed up inside. So we hit the streets and walked around routes we've run into the ground a thousand times before. Sorry, I had to, which is too good. And then <laughs> in my city walls and narrow trains of thought, inspiration left us cold. The nine to five took what's yours. Late nights and early starts left you feeling short, like the mounting stack of bills. 40-hour weeks fell into a set routine, lose sleep. Gotta keep the pace. There will all be targets to meet, bills to pay, and mouths to feed. Young punks grow old. Double lives take their toll. Toodles. I like that, toodles. Toodles is a really fun thing to say when you leave, toodles. It is a fun one. When people say so long, or ciao, or cheers. But I like two That band it's is from, nice. that band is from, where are they from? Canterbury. Where did, did you grow up oh, at Can Canterbury? Canterbury. No, I've been there. There's, they've got a cathedral there. Oh, there's, really? Appar apparently there were some tales told in Canterbury. Written by, a man named Chaucer, written by a man named Chaucer. I, but I did not learn to read until I was very old, so I skipped them. Oh. Where where in the UK did you grow up? London, on the streets of London. Oh, okay. Or, okay. Just It's a very big place, but all of the streets. You grew up on home. all of the streets of London? All of the streets, yes. So I understand. It's, uh, again, I'll fabricate everything so you won't know exactly anything about me so because mysterious. i like i like to be mysterious am i a musician am i a fashion designer am i both you'll never know are you neither i could be neither well now rob read that oh now i guess i gotta do the pokemon theme as miro <laughs> but again i know i don't know how to do any of these voices mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure i'll try I'll, you can I'll just try. you know what we more. have we have a really wonderful and supportive community, and we're oh, all right. rooting for you. Ricky. They won't make fun of me. Can't do the voices. They won't no, they would the never. No. Okay, well, here we go. I'll see if I can do it. All right. Um, I want to be the very best like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide for my hot wife. Teaching Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. It's you and me. I know it's my destiny. You're my, you're my friend in a world we must defend. A heart so true. Our courage will pull us through. You teach me and I'll teach you. Ooh, ooh, Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Pokemons look like dinosaurs to me. I will make them extinct. Um, that's not great. Whoa, you, now it sounds like you're doing an Alex Pulowski impression. I don't know who that is, love. <laughs> Who's that? 
he's someone famous so i don't know who he is he's actually uh an internationally renowned wrestling analyst really do you like pro wrestling uh i like mud wrestling jello wrestling that's how i made my living when i was in my in my in my early 20s but we don't know if that's true jello wrestling for dollars well pound notes really in the pubs and the back alleys of paris france is that even true who knows do you know do i even know i don't know anymore it's so hard to know how to be myself natalia said that and i'm saying it now too so to let you tell you the wrestler so you do like wrestling okay so this is the last one okay yeah we are cut off so t-electric mayhem i'm we're gonna i'm gonna sing this one it's me and then um we're gonna do a little duet and then it's over and then we're gonna go to bed because i'm tired what are you so tired from just being me just being me love being you yeah i've been up for five days straight i'm tired you've been up for five days straight you need to get some sleep I've done all the drugs, all of them. There's I lots. Believe, yeah. And I've done all the drugs. And so now I'm tired. I was up for a while and now I'm down. That's how it works. You need some rest and you need to go to the restaurant for food. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here you go. To Electric Mayhem wants Ricky Rambo to sing Flesh for Fantasy by Billy Idol. We all do. And so well, that's what we're going to do. Here we are. Over here. There's a change in pace. Of fantasy and taste do you like good music do you like to dance or or yeah hanging out for a body shot at night and it's strange what they do to feel all right oh yeah so when will you call i'm experienced oh yeah face to face and back to back you see and feel my sex attack sing it i actually did some time for sex attacking it was it was all trumped up charge i didn't do it at all but it was a different time to London in the 80s. Flesh, flesh for fantasy. We want flesh for fantasy. It's after it's after midnight. Oh, are you feeling all right? Oh, yeah. Turn out the light, babe. Are you someone else tonight? Neighbor to neighbor, door to door. Don't ask questions. Time for it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that it? Is that good? Sorry. It's excellent. All right. You're great. Thank you. I'm going we to have take a very my supportive le- community here, Ricky. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm gonna take my leave, and I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, we'll see you here next week. Before right? you, before you go though, do you do cruises? Oh yeah, no, I I I do a lot of cruising. Okay. Um, a lot of cruising. I Mo- think most... she might have a gig for you that girl. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's a double entendre when I say I'm doing cruising. I don't know if you know the lingo, but I was making a joke. But yes, I do love cruises as well. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to go away and I'll come back next week. Let's say it was so but good. Hey, me, thanks for stopping by. You know, it's it's, it's something I like to do for all my fans. So no, it's great, especially when Sean okay. doesn't come by and you are here. It's a perfect combination. Thank you. I, I'll yeah, right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to go, but I know I'll be back next week. All right. We'll see so, you then. Two tools. Hugs and high fives. What a sweet doll in Ricky Rainbow is. <sighs> I wish I had someone to do a Barbie Girl by Aqua with me. Oh, hey! 
Hey, what's up? Um, let's do Barbie Girl. Vicky L wants it uh, with uh, Tiffany singing most of the song, but Gallus doing the uh, Come On Barbie, Let's Go Party lines. How about that? How we do that? Good? Sure. Oh, cool. Are you going to do all the, like, are you going to do the Hi, Barbie? Um, no, let's just, just do from the chorus here. Okay. Okay. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, baby, let's go party. What? I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. I'm a blonde bimbo in a fantasy world. Dress me up, make it tight, I'm your dolly. You're my doll, like a roll, feel the glamour and pink, hit me here, touch me there, hanky pinky. You can touch, you can play. If you say, I'm always yours. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair and dress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, yeah. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Oh, 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 toodles. Um. Extremely normal review show. That's what that comes down to. So. Oh, listen. Any resemblance of um of uh of Ricky Rainbow to this particular character <laughs> is purely coincidental. Gonna say. <laughs> oh man! All right. See, I, this, this, the things I do for the Seas Twins, I get Ricky Rainbow to show up uh, just whenever. I know that that costs a pretty penny too, is what I hear. All right. Okay. Well, anybody. Anyway, everybody. Thank well, you. Well, we do here. have one sincere closing, Chad. Though. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jim Beard says, I just want to say thank you for the laughs tonight. I've needed them. There was a bus crash in Manitoba, Canada last night, last Thursday, involving 25 seniors from my hometown, 15 dead, 10 in the hospital. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Jim Beard. That's a horrible uh, news. Um, well, yeah. we're always thankful um, that people can come here and find relief. Yes. That's the, the best part of what we do the, here. The, the absolute best thing is to make people, uh, is to make people laugh uh, when they need it. And that's that's something we, we really put ourselves on, and um, I'm glad we. That's, that I thing. heard that's why Ricky stopped by tonight. He was like, I know it's, they need a little bit o- extra love. O- yeah. Only for that, only for that. Yeah. But yeah, thank you. Ricky's that's a good. man of the people, <laughs> or them of the people. He sounds like he's. It could be. You never know. Gender it's true. Maybe. Honestly, whatever he tells you is probably a lie. So it's true. That's that's the point, and that's something <laughs> we're going to work on that gimmick. For the next several months, probably. <laughs> Until then. Toodles. Keep cool, keep cool, gabagools. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.